This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, the conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. Time for another excerpt from our DC show at Politics and Prose. This features Clinton Yates of the Washington Post. It was our first time in D.C., and we were thrilled to have one of our favorite D.C.-based writers join in. If you don't know Clinton's work, you really should, and you should follow him on Twitter, too. This excerpt also features, I think, the first ever audience special guest at Ask Roulette. You will probably recognize the voice when he comes up. I'm not going to spoil it now, but it was pretty great to see him in the audience. As always, thanks to our friends at Dig for sponsoring Ask Roulette. We love the Dig Reader and the Dig Newsletter, which comes every morning into our inbox. It's the perfect way to find interesting stuff to read and share online. D-I-G-G dot com. I'm pleased to announce that Kurt Anderson of Studio 360 and comedian Najin Farzad, both Ask Roulette alums, are signed up for the November 14th show here in New York City. So put that on your calendar, and we'll be announcing more special guests real soon. Okay, let's get going. Ask Roulette on the road from Politics and Prose in Washington, D.C. Number two. Come on up, number two. Walter, you could open your eyes. Your name is? Peter. Peter, say hello to Walter. Walter, say hello to Peter. Hi, Walter. Hi, Peter. Walter, ask your question. Okay. What fraction of the historical population of blue whales remains alive today? These are the kind of brainstormy, open-ended questions that we like here at Ask Roulette. Just, let's just get a bottle of wine and hash this one out for hours. Am I warm by saying a very, very small portion? Could you be more specific? Yeah. <laughs> Walter, you're incorrigible. <laughs> Give or take a few percentage points, I'm going to go down to 2%. 2% of the percentage of historical blue whales. That's correct. 1% is the right answer. 1% is the right answer. Pretty good. Walter, thank you very much. Number 815. 8, 1, 5. You can open your eyes. Your name is? Sarah. All right. Ask your question. Sarah, if you had the opportunity to change one moment of your past, what would that moment be? I would say any time that I've bought a lottery ticket and lost, (laughs) I would change it to that I won. (laughs) Pretty solid answer, Sarah. Thank you very much. Sarah, please close your eyes. Number 881. Come on up. Eight, eight. One, this is, where are you, Dan? There he is. Sarah, say hello to Dan. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Dan. Sarah, ask your question. Okay. If you could go to the Olympics, what sport would you go for and why? I would, uh, something I think that a lot of people watch, you know, I'd like to have, get some notoriety out of it. (laughs) I think I would certainly lose, but maybe the uh, marathon. Marathon. How did you hurt your wrist, Dan? I uh, got in a 
bike accident about two weeks ago. So not biking. And if anybody out here has a car with a license plate DL2749, <laughs> please see me afterwards. Don't worry. This will make the podcast, like, literally dozens of people listen to this podcast, so we're bound to find this person. Okay, Sarah, thank you very much. Number 333. Come on up. Three, three. Say the three, 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 three. Talking about three. Dan, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Katie. Dan, ask your question. Um... Could you tell the story of uh, one person who is disappointed in you, and why? Oh. <laughs> Does it have to be a person? Can it be an animal? <laughs> that, yeah, that's fine. An animal is fine? OK, just most recently, I was dog-sitting. And I forgot to let the dog out. And um, he was very disappointed in me. And in fact, so disappointed that he pooped in my room. <laughs> um, which I thought was a pretty eloquent way of expressing that disappointment, even though he didn't speak my language. So um, yes. All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for the question. Thank you, Dan, for the dreams you dream. Katie, please close your eyes. Number 2929. Nine. Right here. You can open your eyes, Katie. Your name is? Mindy. Mindy, say hello to Katie. Katie, say hello to Mindy. Hi, Katie. Hey, Mindy. And Katie, ask your question. Um... What is one thing that one of your parents said to you um, that you will never forget? Well, I remember I was preparing for a debate uh, in the eighth grade, and I got into a fight with my mother, and she said, you know, you're not going to win the debate. And guess what? She was right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, I guess the fact that you didn't convince her otherwise was a good sign of what was going to happen at the debate. All right, Katie, thank you very much. Number 18, come on up. One, eight, it's this guy. There he is. Special guest, special guest, special guest. Spoiler alert. Sorry. That's okay. Mindy's eyes are open. Your name is? My name is Clinton. Clinton, say hello to Mindy. Mindy, say hello to Clinton. Hi, Clinton. Bonjour. Oh, ça va. <laughs> we can do this. We can keep it going. Keep it. Let's ask it in French. That's French, right? Ouais, bien sûr. It is. Okay, Mindy, ask your question. Okay, Clinton, what would be your dream hideaway and why? My dream hideaway would probably be in Uruguay because it is a small nation. They have a lot of beaches and they have a tremendous soccer team. And I have a couple of very good friends that are from there. And it's expensive and somewhat difficult to get to. All right. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a special guest, Clinton Yates of the popular web application, The Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> no, Clinton, thank, you, thank very you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. The, the future is bright. Clinton, uh, before you ask uh, a question of a stranger... Um, I'm going to ask you a bunch of random questions that came in online. What animal would you pick to win in a fight between all of the animals in the world? 
Oh, this is a no doubter in my mind. I've argued about this in middle school for years. Kodiak Grizzly. Any no no doubt about it. Have you ever been scammed? No. No? Not online, not in person, no, no three I'm a brother from DC. I've never gotten scammed. Uh, what is the one personality trait you know you got from a parent? Oof. The one personality trait I know I got from a parent. Um this is going to sound kind of lame, but um, when I choose to exercise it, diplomacy. Both of my parents worked in international development and worked for the government for years. And when they've got to keep a level head and um, negotiate with people that are not necessarily in agreement with them or really on their same wavelength, they're pretty good at um, solving problems. And that's something that I've tried to, tried to apply to my life. And I don't think I could do it without them. I think your parents would be very happy to hear that answer. Uh, what was the last thing you stole? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I stole... Oh, man. I, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, but um, one day, I, one day, this is like a week ago, I was... <laughs> so it's been a week. I, <laughs> Pretty good. I was super thirsty, and I, for whatever reason, didn't want to drink water, and I didn't have any coins on me, so I just went into the office fridge, and I just took the first thing I saw, and I crushed it. It happened. That is one of the most was, transgressive things it you was, can but do. Listen, listen. It was an Arizona iced tea. Those things are a dollar, so I wasn't like that upset about it. But I roughed it off, and, and I. And please not tell me there was a passive, passive aggressive all staff email about that Arizona. <laughs> uh, you know, there might have been. Would you rather own a great boat or a great car? Probably a great car, because I once read in that book. Life's little instruction book, and one of them ones in the first one, I wanted to say it was somewhere in the hundreds, was always resist the urge to buy a boat. And I've always remembered that. Like boats are, I mean, unless you're going to live on it, you know, it's pretty useless to have a boat. All right. Uh, what if we took away the like money pit element of this? It's just like, what's cooler? I'd still rather have a great car. You yeah. can race dudes. I mean, like it's you know, just tag bikers. You can, you can paint it. Cruise. Do, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like people. I don't know. Boats to me are, are fun, but I, they're, they're, the utility factor is so low, money aside, that I, I don't think I'd want one. Would you rather go a week without bathing but be able to change your clothes or a week without a change of clothes but be able to bathe? Certainly the latter by a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that one. Would anyone choose I, the, uh, changing clothes but, but not bathing? A couple of people. Have you ever had a recurring nightmare? Oh, I've definitely had a recurring nightmare. When I was a kid, I this is going to take a little bit of a description. Do we have some slightly scary music at some point? I will cue you. All right. Um, so my bedroom, my bedroom door. Okay, let's say this is the door. The foot of the bed was over here. So when I looked out of the of the door when I was sleeping, you could see the stairs, and so you could see the top of the stairs. And I would frequently look out of that door, and I would think something coming up those stairs like a head you know like coming to get me like up and down this used to terrify me on a regular basis and I would fall asleep looking out and I would not realize that I was asleep and I would think it was real we can cut that and <laughs> and I would think it was real and I would wake up and it was like and I, and so and the voice of the person was always um the what is it the the count in Sesame Street uh. that was that was the voice of the person. I swear to God. And so this freaked me out for years. Okay, Clinton, you ready to ask a stranger a question? Yes, I close my eyes now. Please close your eyes. Number 511. Come on up. 511. Kelly, you out there? Kelly. Right. Kelly, meet Clinton. Clinton, meet Kelly. Hi, Clinton. Hello, Kelly. Clinton, ask your question. If you could be um, historical 
maybe not fictional, but definitely real, historical or present, any member of the opposite sex, who would it be? This is going to be really telling. Um, <laughs> I know the answer to this. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. That was surprising. Do you want to ex- elaborate? Um, just... Pourquoi, if you will? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Huge powerful, egotistical, <laughs> huge? awesome house. It's pretty small. Actually. I was going to say huge. Of, lots of options every day for him. And I just, and this all started when I was very young and I was spent the entire day in France in the Napoleon's uh, museum. I was young. I was like 15 and I just, I literally spent 10 hours in this museum and they had to, my parents had to drag me out. Clinton, thank you very much. Clinton Yates of the Washington Post. Someone save my life tonight. Napoleon. Number 428. Come on up. Four, two, eight. It's this guy. Kelly, say hello to your name is? My name is Bob. Bob, say hello to Kelly. Kelly, say hello to Bob. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Bob. Kelly, ask your question. So, this is a two-part question, depending on your answer. Are you a good liar? Whoa. I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter how I answer that question. (laughs) If I say yes, and I'm a good liar... You see where I'm going with this? If I say, is this where Kelly is that was your going? answer? Kelly, Kelly knows exactly where we're going with this. Is Kelly, that your answer? It's like that scene. What's your answer? Good, I'm a good liar. Then tell us your more recent elaborate lie where you thought perhaps you might get caught. Oh, uh, that's I don't have to go far back. I said, hey, <laughs> come on down to politics and prose with me. It'll be really fun. Heyo. <laughs> Kelly, thank you very much. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Bob, the owner of Bob's Discount Furniture Chain. (laughs) Uh, This, ladies and gentlemen, is is Ash Goulet's first ever walk-on special guest. This is Bob Garfield of On The Media. Bob just showed up today, and he's on stage. Thank you very much for coming, Bob. Uh, A semi-colleague of mine at WNYC. Thanks for being here, Bob. So I'm going to ask you a couple random questions, then we're just going to move along with the chain. Uh, What's the easiest way to ruin a friendship? You know that boat we were discussing earlier? (laughs) Buy it together. (laughs) (laughs) Will will the world end in fire or water, and why that one? You know, know, first of all, funnily enough, I don't know the answer to this question. Because um, I, I just don't run in those circles. <laughs> I'm just going to go with fire because I, I just believe it's more cinematic. Have you ever, have you ever actually truly feared for your life? Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, <laughs> I was actually kidnapped at gunpoint. Uh, if you want to know the truth, in the in the uh, Virgin Islands about 15 years ago, and it uh, it was it was uh, no fun. Yeah. Did your uh, reaction to that 
jibe with how you had imagined you would react in that moment? Absolutely. Absolutely. At the earliest opportunity, I ran away and hid in a closet. <laughs> and that totally corresponded with my sense of self. So, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that the only time you've ever, ever had a gun pointed at you? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. All right. Bob, please close your eyes. Okay. Number 480. Come on up. Four, eight, zero. Uh, your name is? Elliot. Elliot. Say hello to Bob. Bob, say hello to Elliot. Hello, Elliot. Hello, Bob. <laughs> Bob, ask your question. So, Elliot, if you were, if you had been hired to dog sit, <laughs> can you imagine a circumstance where you would have forgotten to walk the dog? Well... Um, no, not forgotten, but this is actually a true story. A few years ago in New York, I was asked to dog sit for some friends in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and I, um, uh, I lived a couple blocks away from them, so I didn't actually have to sleep in their apartment. I would just go over and walk the dog, and I, um, my boyfriend and, uh, at the time and I had gone out to dinner, and I'd had a couple of glasses of wine, and I said, just hang on, I'm going <laughs> to go around the corner and walk these dogs, and... Um, as I walked over there, I was checking my email on my iPhone, and there was a string of emails about a friend's baby shower. And I, anyway, I was reading an email, and I slammed into a tree. Um, and I'm sure the fact that I'd had a couple of glasses of wine didn't help. But, but anyway, I was bleeding profusely and had to go straight, straight to the emergency room. Anyway, to make a long story short, I totally forgot to walk the dogs until the next morning because I was in the emergency room until like five in the morning making sure that I didn't injure my brain or something. It's, it's weird. That's exactly the answer I was expecting. I know. I could tell. I could tell. Bob Garfield of On The Media. And thank you very much for joining us, Bob. Close your eyes, oh. Elliot. Okay. Or just take my glasses off. Or take your glasses off. Just put your backpack up in front of your face. <laughs> uh, number 58. Come on up. Five, eight. There she is. Thanks for listening. And thanks again to Dig for their support of Ask Roulette. Special shout out to Mitra Kaboli for helping out with the Ask Roulette podcast. You can find out about her and her work at askroulette.net. While you're there, get information about the next live show, sign up for the newsletter, and lots more. See you soon.